0: Summer is almost here, and you know what that means, anal itching. Go to cvs.com I'm reviewing here for 25% off petroleum jelly. Just kidding, this is not an ad. I'm reviewing here! <laughs> I dare you to type in cvs.com slash I'm reviewing here. I mean, nothing's going to happen. You'll just get a 404 error. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of I'm reviewing here, a podcast where I, Matthew Bussy watched and review Sight & Sound's top greatest movies of all time. My voice just cracked there a little bit. Did you hear that? I'm reviewing here. Oh, man. Happy friggin Monday. I am so happy and excited and ecstatic to review today's movie. It's the perfect movie for Mother's Day because Mother's Day is the Sunday. Uh, so, so good. Yeah, happy Monday. The weather is getting hotter in Philadelphia and I'm really, really happy about it. I'm reviewing this on a Saturday and I had a really good di- good day. I am like completely uh, tired as heck right now. As heck, as hell. I never say heck. Yeah, it's like, you know what I cannot get out of my head? Sorry, random thought. I always do this before every episode, but um this part of aladdin where they go where aladdin goes let's not be too hasty and then i think she's like a prostitute or something i don't know she goes still i think he's rather tasty remember that line so annoying but i can't get it out of my head in the remake of aladdin the actress was not annoying and she sung it like she sang it you know uh, oh, I don't know musical terms. She sang it like bravado style. She sang it better. You know, I think in the in the animated version, it's meant to be over the top. But a lot in the animated version, I don't know. I had it on VHS as a kid, but I didn't really watch it a lot. I mean, I I, I liked it when it was on. But I think what freaked me out was, honestly, the scene at the end where, uh, what's who, what's the villain's name? Giraffe. Yeah, Giraffe. Like kidnaps uh, Jasmine and puts her in that, like, sand bottle and tries to, like, suffocate her that way. I don't know. That was dark, man. The Disney movies are friggin' dark. The, d- the people behind Disney, you guys got some twisted-ass minds. The beginning of Finding Nemo still traumatizes me to this day. Jesus Christ. Do not watch that if you want to have kids. Even if you're a human, do not watch that. It doesn't matter that it's fish babies that get eaten by a, what is it, a barracuda? Yeah. Oh, barracuda. That just makes me want to watch Charlie's Angels. Do you know Melissa McCarthy's in Charlie's Angels? Yeah, that scene where Lucy Liu pretends to be, like, the strict, bitchy uh, boss or whatever. Uh, Yeah, Melissa McCarthy's in that movie. Good movie. A lot of good movies uh, out lately. I don't really do this on this podcast. I don't really give, like, reviews of movies that are currently in theaters that you should go see. I have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, nor will I, because um, they make enough money, Marvel does, and I just don't really want to see it. Now... I, I don't, I'm not, that that doesn't mean I'm not recommending that you go see it. It's getting very good reviews. Yeah, it's getting better reviews than, um, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I think that was the name, wasn't that the name of the movie? Yeah. Uh, but that's obviously Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Apparently it has, it's the first Marvel movie where they say, fuck. Yeah. Gaspy, gaspy, gasp, gasp. Wow. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. Well, because the Marvel movies, like, you know, I don't know. They're, they've always been PG-13. Yeah, and, like, they're violent and everything. But, you know, they're kid-friendly. I don't know if, like, the the, cur- the swearing, the, the cussing is really necessary. Who knows? They did have a sex scene in Eternals. Do you remember Eternals? That came out... Oh, I can't even say it. Well, I did not like Eternals at all. It was, like, two hours and 45 minutes long, and it made no sense. Yeah, but there was a love scene in that. It was a pretty hot love scene. And then Harry Styles just randomly shows up at the end of the movie. It was really weird. Yeah, good movies though. Evil Dead Rise, I highly recommend, but it is very bloody. And also, if you have family, I <laughs> I don't think you should see it because um, yeah, it's it might it might scar you if you uh if you love your family. Anyway, okay, let's get to today's movie. Today's movie no does not have any blood or guts. Today's movie is actually rated PG for. Some thematic elements and brief smoking. Yeah. Thematic elements. Thematic elements, I remember uh, I went through this huge phase in middle school where I was obsessed with MPAA ratings and I would memorize them constantly. And for every PG and PG-13 movie, there was it was always rated PG for thematic material or mature thematic elements or intense thematic material and I remember I was like what the hell is thematic what does thematic mean and I asked my seventh grade teacher Miss Cooper that um and I remember she just looked at me like thematic elements and I was like yeah what does it mean and she was like honey I don't even know what you're that I don't know what that means and I asked my parents and they didn't know what it means they didn't know what it means either I think thematic elements basically means well it themes in the movie are kind of dark I guess Maybe a little mature, maybe a little spooky uh, or intense. I I don't know. But why do they call it thematic elements? Why wouldn't they just call it dark themes, you know? MPA ratings are friggin' hilarious, though. Twister, rated PG-13 for intense depiction of very bad weather. Now and Then, 1995, great movie. Rated PG-13 for adolescent sex discussion. My favorite one as a kid that I used to memorize, and I think I still know it, Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, God. Okay, really quickly. 2003, Freddy vs. Jason, rated R for pervasive, strong horror violence slash gore, grisly images, sexuality, language, and drug use. Oh, my God. Did I get that right? Freddy vs. Jason, that is a badass movie. I should start a podcast where I just review horror movies, but everybody does that. But then again, everybody has podcasts like this anyway. Okay, today's movie. Um... Petite Maman. Uh, it's also known as you know, little mom, small mom. It's not called that though. It, it's it's like no one calls Chocolat, the Johnny Depp movie, chocolate. You know, no, you don't call it that. It's called Petite Maman, and it is amazing. It's one of my favorite French movies ever. Take a listen. Do you want to help? Je me suis fait une copine, je crois. Et moi, tu la faisais où, ta cabane Dans les bois, je derrière. sais rien. J'ai un secret. Enfin, c'est pas comme le mien. C'est toi aussi. Oh that trailer is so good, and that music. If any of you guys like that music, like the music in that song, it is called uh, La Musique du Futur. It is composed by Jean-Baptiste de Lobier and the lyrics are by uh, the director of the film actually, Céline Siama. Yes, I'm going to be using a lot of over-the-top French accents because it's a French movie. Leave me alone. I love French. I love France so much. Okay. Oh, yeah, but it's called La Musique du du Futur, Music of the Future, and it is on Spotify, and I have it on Spotify, and you should download it, too. It is such a beautiful song, and this is a beautiful movie. Petite Maman, it came out in 2021, that horrible freaking year 2021. I always say this horrible year, Really amazing year for movies, though, 2021. There were so many fantastic movies that came out that year. And the main reason why, of course, was because they were supposed to come out in 2020, but everything got pushed back in 2020. So in 2021, COVID was still around, but a lot of directors and, and distributors were like, okay, well, we're all living in this pandemic together. We're all in this together, you know. Cue the high school, music, high school musical dance. They all broke out into that, too, in the meeting. Sorry, I don't know where that joke's going. But, yeah, and they so they released all these incredible movies in 2021. And uh, pardon me, I just spat on my computer. Uh, yeah, so Petit Mumble, I saw this in October of 2021 at the 30th Philadelphia Film Festival. I think it was like an early Sunday screening or like an early Saturday screening. I was captivated from beginning to end. It is such a special movie. It is so like soft. It's such a soft, gentle, pleasant like calming gorgeous movie. I don't I I I don't know how to to explain it except by saying that it's that type of movie that you want to literally eat. Like you want to eat it. I'm not trying to be funny here. I really mean it. Like it is just it, it I it makes me like it makes me so happy that there are so many filmmakers out there making movies. And I think the the main reason why Petite Maman had such an impact on me when I first saw it, you know, 2 years ago was because it reminded me of oh my god, like movies aren't dead. You know, people are still making these amazing movies. I got to tell you, 2020 and 2021 people Whenever people would tell me, like, you know, I used to have this horrible roommate who I remember would be like, yeah, uh, so Matt, I think movies are dead. Like, movies are dead. Like, they're dying. Yeah, you, you got to live with it. And I wanted to punch him in the friggin' face. And I'm not a violent person. But, like, people would say that. And that would drive me up a freaking wall. Like, my anxiety would, my heart would come out of my chest. And I would almost get, like, emotional. I would be like, movies are not fucking dying. Just go to the movies, all right? People are going to be making movies forever, all right? And they're going to be good. So I think that they're going to be good. I think that's why when I first saw Petit Mammal, I just was like, oh my god, I just, I'm just so happy, you know, because 2021 and 2020, you know, those were years where, yeah, it was scary. It's so scary. People are, not enough people are going to the movies still. Um, They're at least not seeing enough indie movies like this. And, you know, that's really, really sad. So Petite Maman, it made me, it gave me comfort in realizing, like, yeah, screw everybody who says that movies are dead and dying. They are not dead and dying. Petite Maman is, like, a prime example of that. Oh, I just loved it. I love this movie so, so much. Um, it's a very, uh, okay, is it a slow-moving movie? Yeah, it is a slow-moving movie. It is. Um, the director, uh, Céline Siamashi is acclaimed. She the year notes sorry, COVID. I'm getting mixed up with the years. In twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty, she came out with this movie called uh Portrait of a Lady on Fire Fa- Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Portrait de la Jeune Femme en Feu. Jeune fille en feu. Shit, I got it wrong. Um, that came out in twenty yeah, that came out uh like right before lockdown and uh Absolutely, I think it's actually on Sight and Sound's list. Amazing movie. It's a period uh, ro- uh, lesbian romance movie. G- gorgeous. She also did a movie in two thousand eleven called Tomboy, which follows. Uh, a, oh, how do I say this? It follows a little girl, who is you know having a sexual identity crisis and is 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 a boy deep down. So what she does is she start you know, she starts dressing up as a boy and she befriends a whole group of kids her age and they all think she's a boy and it's all about that, basically. It's absolutely <clears throat> absolutely incredible. I I don't Celine Siama, she like she manages to get these unknown child actors and they all are just so unbelievably talented, and their performances are so like nuanced and not they don't overact ever like the girl and i just got to call her out the girl in tomboy her name is uh zoe zoe eran i think that's how you say her name fabulous and in petite maman there are two twins in this movie absolutely beautiful young girls uh josephine and gabrielle sons s-a-n-z I, like, just cannot friggin' wait to see what they do, uh, later on in life, because there's something about these performances that are just so... (laughs) I burped, and I, I think I got it on camera, or on mic, shit. Anyway, um, sorry. I forgot what I was saying now. Just great performances, great performances all around, great performances by everybody in this movie. So, let me get into it. So, Petite Maman, um, it is very much like a cinematic poem, you know. It's a short movie, too. It's only like an hour and 12, hour and 13 minutes. Um, It's slow moving, but it has this incredible effect on you. It's a movie about the past. It's a movie about mothers and daughters and mothers and daughters and grandmothers and love and family and just how... We all just need to go home and just hug our mothers, you know, um, unless they're like, you know, killers, I guess. You know, I don't know. I mean, like, there's probably exceptions to the rule, but uh, it's, th- that's why, you know, I think I, I think that's why I love this movie so much. And look at it. It's Mother's Day this next week. Well, it kind of doesn't match up. There are many days left. But anyway, but is also a fantasy movie. Yeah, fantasy, but no big special effects no real awareness it's not all it's not all over the top I guess and I use over the top all the time it's not exaggerated it's not that type of movie at all so let me get into it I guess because I'll it'll uh, make more sense when I get into it so Petite Maman basically it has a very minimal cast it follows uh the life uh, of this eight-year-old girl named Nelly. Nelly uh, is very, very close with her parents. The parents—they're just known as Mom and Dad in this film. Uh, they're played by these really good, uh, two great actors named uh, Nina Muhus and Stefan Wachlupen. And Nelly is played by one of the twins, Josephine Sans. Also, I should say the twins in this movie—they're they're actual twins. This is not like the Parent Trap where they use like sneaky CGI and lookalike actors wearing you know red wigs or whatever no there's none of that these are real twins um and they're so freaking cute so Nellie is uh the movie starts off where Nellie's mother's mom so Nellie's grandmother has just passed away Nellie is like a literal angel like it's the movie starts off they're in the hospital and Nellie is literally going room to room saying goodbye to all the other patients in the hospital (laughs) just so adorable and, you know, she does other things. Like there's this, you know, quirky moment where like her mom is driving and Nellie is eating these this food, like these snacks, and she's feeding her mom from the back seat as her mom is driving the car. There's another scene where she's helping her father shave his face. Yeah, or his beard. Yeah, you know, it's like she she's just absolutely like an angelic. I don't know how else is, I don't know any other word for angelic, but yeah, her grandmother has just died and her mom is is pretty upset about it. So what they do is they go to their grandmother's house and it's out in the woods. It's out in like the French, gorgeous, beautiful woods. Nature plays such a big role in this movie. Like you just the wind and the weather and the oh like the clouds and the leaves, everything. The cinematography it's by a woman named uh, Claire Claire Matton. I think is how you say her name. I think, uh, no, I don't recognize... Oh, I think she also did it for Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah, but Nellie, you know, she's a very... uh, She's not at all precocious or anything. She's very much uh, a good girl and so mature for her age. You know, and Nellie is also pretty sad, but she doesn't really show it. You know, she tells her mom in one scene she says, you know, mom, like, are you sad? And the mom says, yeah, yeah, I am. And Nelly says, I'm sad too, because, you know, the last goodbye I said to her, grandma, wasn't good enough, she feels like. And she also didn't know it was going to be the last goodbye that she would give her grandmother. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I'm going to start crying now. Um, it's moments like that where, you know, the dialogue in this film... Celine Sciamma, she wrote and directed this too. So her dialogue is just so unbelievably moving. Anyway, um, Nellie uh, wakes up one day and her mom is gone. Her mom has left. And Nellie and her dad are a little bit taken aback. They're kind of like, well, "What? what's going on? I think they both know deep down that their mom... And this is kind of bad on the mom. I mean, no offense. But the mom, I think, is just so heartbroken by the loss of her mother that she kind of just leaves because she just needs time to herself. Which, you know, was that the right thing to do? No, that's questionable. I mean, we all need time to grieve, obviously. But, you know, you also have an eight-year-old daughter. So it's a little screwed up. But um, Nellie isn't really worried about it. Uh, I mean, she is a little bit. But again, Nellie is just so, like ahead of of, for her age and does not show any signs of like panic or anything like that so Nellie you know she goes out into the woods and who's that in the woods there's a girl and also this girl looks positively exactly like Nellie the only difference is that uh this girl wears like a headband you know over her head (laughs) because that's what headbands are for they're for your head and your hair um, I, I'm, I don't, I don't do beauty products. I don't, I, what's mascara? I don't even freaking know. Uh, I have horrible experience with, with mascara because I used to act in high school and they used to have to put mascara on me before I went on stage and I hated it. Women, how do you do it? God, you're brave. Anyway, it's like poking your eye with a knife. So this girl who looks just like Nellie, uh, she, you know, they both, Approach each other and they don't react at all to the fact that they are like identical from head to toe They don't even react at all That's a very big part of this movie because this is where the fantasy element comes in You remember it takes two with the Olsen twins Remember when they run into each other in the woods and they freak out and they do that girly Olsen twin scream and you know Who was this oh yeah Mary-Kate was the sporty one and Ashley was always like the proper one you know, in that movie, there is a correlation because it's also set in the woods, but that's um, you know, much more realistic. In this film, Nellie is just very much like, oh, um, hi. There's no awareness or acknowledgement that they look alike. So that's very that's what that's the magic of Petit Mamel is that it's a fantasy movie set in real time, and it's done in such a nuanced like intelligent way. I think that's what I, and especially what critics love so much about it. So this girl, she says her name is Marion and, um, she takes Nellie back to her house. And what's stranger is that, uh, what's also strange is that Marion's house looks just like Nellie's grandmother's house. Huh? You see where I'm going with this? You see what might be going on again? Nellie just kind of looks at it and is like, huh? and she goes in the house and she explains to her, Marion who you know that her grandmother just died and they're visiting her home to collect some things and uh you know her mother just kind of left and they don't know where she is and Marion basically says well that's odd um you know your name that's actually my mom's name uh, uh or my grandmother's name too and she's like oh and then she also says her own grandmother uh died Not so long ago. So Nellie is kind of like, well, what's going on here? And Nellie kind of walks up and she goes down the hallway. And the hallway, everything is the exact same as her grandmother's house. And she walks back, she walks past this one room, and she sees this old woman, you know, with like a cane, really upset on the bed. And it's like this, it's like a spitting image of her mom. Not not the actress, not the woman, but the situation, you know, because her mom is also in gr- grieving right now. So Nellie rushes out of the house, and, it, and this is where us, the viewers, we realize, oh, my God, so Marion is Nellie's mom as a kid. And Marion's mother, the sad woman, is actually Nellie's grandmother. Huh. See what I mean? It's a time travel movie. <gasps> Home Alone face. Yeah, it's a time travel movie. But no, this movie is not like, oh, my God, look at this. It's not overblown. There's no big music or anything like that. No. No. Nellie knows what's going on, but she never outright says, oh, my God, I went back in time. What is going on in these woods? You know, there's none of that. There, there's none of that. This movie, that's that's what gives the movie the, the poetic feel to it, you know? So, throughout this movie, Nellie and Marion, they become super, super close. They built this fort in the woods. They act like kids, like like any other kids do, you know? And that is also just why Siamah, the director, is just so good at, at portraying that. You know, they pretend, they, they play this game where, like, one of them pretends that they're a detective and one of them pretends that they're a witness that's been taken into custody or whatever. You know, they do silly things. They make clips. Ugh. That's a very funny scene. And their laughs, their laughs are so infectious. And eventually, Nellie ends up explaining to Marion, like, Marion, you're actually, this is crazy, but you're actually my mom from the future. Uh, or from the past, I mean. And, you know, and Marion, too, it's just like Nellie in that she's very mature for her age. And she's like, so your grandmother died, meaning my mom. How old am I going to be? And, and she says, you're going to be 31. It's really crazy. And Mariel, I forgot to say too, Mariel also, you know, because her mother, Nellie, sorry, if you're getting confused with the mother and grandmother, blah, 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 blah. The family tree in this, I'm making it sound complicated, but it's really not. You know, Nellie's grandmother is a little physically impaired. You know, she walks around with a cane. And I I forgot to say this. Mariel tells Nellie that she has to get surgery in like three days Uh, so that she's not going to have what uh, her mother has, you know? And uh, they really, really bond over this. There is a moment that melts my heart in this film where, like, they're having a sleepover, and Mariel asks Nellie, her daughter... you got to remember, too, these are twins. I mean, they literally are twins. They look the exact same, and they're children, and this dialogue exchange is just unforgettable. Marion, it's late at night and they're in bed in their pajamas. And Marion is like, did I want you? Like, you know, when I, gave birth, when I got pregnant, did I want you? And Nellie just says, yes. And then ugh, Marion just says, I'm not surprised. I already think about you. And then she gets her, picks up her hand and she kind of like brushes the side of Nellie's face. Wow. I get chills just thinking about that scene. I really, really do. So they hang out some more. Marion uh, eventually, you know, leaves and Nellie informs her you're going to be okay. I mean, clearly you're going to be okay because, you know, you're going to live longer because my mom lives longer, you know. So they hug and Marion gets in the car and leaves and then Nelly returns back to her house in the present and her mother has returned. And Nelly isn't mad or anything. She kind of just goes up to her, and they sit and they uh, on the ground and they uh, the floor. I mean, sorry. And they say each other's names, and then boom, the movie ends. Beautiful. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean? I thought a little bit about this, and I didn't really do as much research as I should have. But does that mean that maybe Marion? Old Marion, old Marion, you know, the old mom. Did she go back in time as well? I think they did. Because where did Marion go? Where did the mom go, you know? So that might be, like, really obvious. And if you've seen this movie, you're like, duh, that!" Of course they did. I don't know. I just think that's what it means, you know. I think that's the meaning of that, of that, of, of why she disappears and why she comes back as soon as little Marion leaves, old Mariel returns, you know? I, I just, I, I was blown away by it. I was so unbelievably just captivated by it. it again, it's like I said, it's a gentle movie. That it, It's weird to call a movie gentle, but it really is. It leaves, it has this emotional uh, power over you, you know, with its dialogue and with its cinematography and with these actresses, I mean, just so phenomenal i cannot wait to see what celine siama does next i mean really i she doesn't even she, she she makes amazing movies about children and they're realistic movies about children too and again i think if this movie wasn't if it didn't have the fantasy aspect of it i don't think it would have worked as well you know i think the fact that it does and it sets it it does it in such a peculiar way, you know. It's not like like you remember in Stuart Little. I mean, that's very that's very different. That's, that's a huge fantasy movie. It's a friggin' CGI mouse for, for crying out loud. But like you know, in that movie, like when Gina Davis and Hugh Laurie first meet Stuart at the adoption agency, they don't freak out because again, it's like it's a it's a fantasy set in in real time. You know, I remember seeing that with my dad and my sister. And after the movie, my sister was like. I don't get it. Why didn't they scream? And then my dad just went, well, daughter, you see, uh, it's just a fantasy. So it's set in its own world. And you know, that's like Petit Maman. It's just set in its own world, but it's just like, I just wish that, God, I wish fantasy could just be real sometimes in movies like this. I wish like I could meet like my dad when he was young we probably would not hit it off because my dad, when he was young, like loved sports and I did not. But um, I don't know, maybe like my grandfather or something. It's that type of movie. It just It's a movie that reminds you to just always love, always be close with the ones that you love and never let them go. You know, because we all suffer. We're all in pain sometimes. And everything is always, everything always works out in the end. It's, a, it's just, God, it's such a heartwarming movie. I think I've recommended it enough that you should go see Petite Maman. It is available on Hulu. Uh, one of my favorite movies of 2021. One of my favorite French movies ever. This was actually the second time I had watched it. All the, like, I mean, uh, no, not all the way through. This was the second time I had watched it. Oh, crap, what am I trying to say? This was the second time I had watched it, like, in one sitting all the way through. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant to say at the beginning. Blah, 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 blah. When I talk a lot, when I get really into a movie, I kind of just, you know, forget how to speak English. So pardon, pardon me. More. Man, well, this was great. It's so good that artis- artistic movies like this are still getting made and can be so moving. So absolutely go check out go check out Petite Maman. Honestly, if you don't love movies, check it out. If you're bored, you may be bored, but this movie is going to have a power. I keep saying have a power. This movie is going to stick with you for a long, long, long time. And I am right and you are wrong. Okay. And I am you and we are he and he is I and we're all together. How's that song go? Do, 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 do. Yeah. Um, oh, that sounded like the Twilight Zone theme. Anyway, Petit Maman available on Hulu. Guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Remember am Reviewing Here. New episodes every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, please rate and review and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at I'm reviewing here, or you can follow me personally at Mabussy. Why are you laughing? It's not that funny. M A B U S S Y. It's my last name, Bussy. Yes, please do that. Uh, we have a full. Uh, no, we don't have a full Wednesday. There is no film because it's not available anywhere. So I will see you on, or I, <laughs> you will hear me on Friday. Yes, that was fun. Bye, everybody. Have a good rest of the day, and go home and hug your mama. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 and before you go, um, I am uploading episodes to YouTube. Uh, I have the first, like, uh, probably, like, 10 or 15 up by now. I don't know. If you love YouTube, if it's easier for you, you can listen to episodes on YouTube. Okay, that's all. Just And just search for I'm reviewing here and you can subscribe to my channel. Who knows? Maybe I'll add some bonus content. Wink, wink. You never know. My nudes might go up. No, no, don't take nudes. Don't do that. Just nothing good ever comes out from taking a nude. Okay, goodbye. That's all.